Hello and welcome to the Winning Edge podcast. Well, today we're joined by Nash Rilla, one of the most informed jockeys in the land at the moment and the writer of Stark Holt Yes, Yes, Yes in tomorrow's Group 1 at Golden Rose at Rose Hill. Thanks for coming on the show, Nash. You've got two rides um, at the Valley tonight. You've got one for Tony Golan and one a Kiwi in the stock stakes. Uh, good chances? Oh, look, I, I was approached um, a little while ago by Roger James, who's a trainer I've had a lot of success with through um, the great man Solomon Achiever. And um, really the only push-off Golan was, was his because I, I didn't know it much about her until um, he sort of rang up and, and said that, um, you know, he had a really nice man that he was bringing over to Australia and wanted to aim for the better class races and, um, you know, like, off the back of what he, what he you know, the, the push he'd give me, you know, which I've got a lot of respect for, um, I was more than happy to sort of take the ride and come down and, and see, see, see what she can do for us tonight. She's obviously a very talented man. And you've also picked up a ride on uh, Tony Gollan's Vince Valaro in the Scarborough? Yeah, well, um, look, uh, that, that was just, just nice to get another ride on the night. And, uh, you know, it looks, looks a very competitive race, that. And, um, you know, we're, we're pretty lucky we're drawing a nice gate, so hopefully we can figure in the money there as well. Yep. And you fly back to Sydney tomorrow um, with Yes, Yes, Yes in the Golden Rose, the big three-year-old feature. Yeah, look, he's a very impressive colt. Um, you know, I've only ridden him twice, once in a gallop at Randwick, and uh, then we obviously ran a slashing second first up at Rose Hill in the, in the, um, uh, the lead up the Golden Rose. Run to the Rose, yep. Pre loop there, yeah. Uh, run to the Roses, and well, that, that's probably the best form line to go through go on going into this race. And as I say, over the 1200, he was. Very strong weight, and you know, for a cult coming back, I, I, I was really taken by the way he sort of knuckled down late and and fought off exceedingly. So that gives me a lot of confidence going to tomorrow. Is that the biggest advantage in, in going one better? Is that the extra two hundred meters? Yeah, well, with, uh, yeah, I, I just believe that the extra two hundred meters will. Hold him in good stead, and um, you know he's, he's a strong, robust type of cult who, who, you know, should get the show a little bit more turn of foot over the fourteen. And you know the position he took up the other day was very pleasing as well. We didn't have to get right back, so um, you know going into one of the biggest races in Sydney, it's it's quite exciting to be honest. And, and he's drawn draw well. He's um, second up, so should be peaking fitness wise. spot on I think yeah so you know no, no doubts there he, this is sort of the race that he wanted to try and win with him so you know that gives you a lot of confidence and you also rode uh, Yaudash to his two victories so you've got a bit of an idea of the horse you're going to have to be likely to catch yeah well Yaudash is uh, a horse that I'm, I've been really taken by and he's, he's, he's a couple of wins I've rode him in um just an unfortunate situation, really, that he was a late knock for the race. Well, we sort of had plans to go to two different races originally, and look, I guess um, I couldn't totally understand why Dean and 
and want to change their minds and sort of have a throw at the stamps because the horse has done nothing wrong and he's, he's continued to sort of raise the bar as he's racing and, and, and improve. So um, I have a lot of respect for him and I, you know, and I think um, in the future he's going to be a horse that um, everyone can sort of follow me on because I, I think he can sort of in time make it to the big time. If you had a choice, would you um, would you swap yes, 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 or no? I would no. I definitely would not. He's like I said, yes, yes, yes. Is a sort of got the that, that real solid group form on the board already, and you know he's a, he's a cult. But you know, if if we can win tomorrow, it makes him worth a lot of money, and uh, you know, I'm very happy. To be, you know, haven't had my chance to ride him at this point point in time. He's only second up, so there's a big chance he might go to Melbourne after this as well. Would you likely stick with him there? Oh, it's difficult to say. I mean, it's, you know, these things are a little bit taken on race by race basis now, with Sydney sort of having major meetings on the same days, you know, so yeah. it's, it's difficult. You've got to sort of make a, a snap decision when these, uh, you know, offers come in. So yeah. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what, what is on the same day. For the cool more, but that, that could be you know another, another race that he does look at after this. Yep. Who do you think is the hardest to beat um, in the Golden Rose? The hardest to beat, I, I would. Um, yeah, I'll look up. Bill Wack was very impressive the other day. There's no doubt about that. He showed a terrific turn of foot off the corner and put a couple of links on me pretty quickly. And you know, I guess. Just what I was saying before, with my bike, his last 100 was very strong and, you know, Pivouac's got to sort of go the extra 200 metres and if he shows that sort of turn of foot, it's going to be hard to, harder for him to uh, keep that right to the line. So I'm, I'm just hoping my bike's going to be a bit stronger the last fell. Yep. And do you think the uh, smaller field is going to play into the hands of those leaders like Bivouac and uh, Yadash? So, certainly will give them an advantage, but... Um, you know, I'm hoping for my good draw, I can be sort of nice and close to him and ready to pounce. Yep. He's definitely well in the mix, mate. And um, you've also got Champagne Cuddles in the, in the Golden Pendant. She's got a good gait, a good chance. Yeah, absolutely. She, she's right. she's uh, come back there first up and, and put in a terrific run. You know, it really doesn't need to improve much. And I don't think this race is any harder. So, uh, you know, obviously... Obviously, I'm looking forward to getting the man on. She's, you know, probably probably a timing thing where um, been lucky enough to get on at just the, the right time where she can sort of put in a peak performance. Yep. And you've also got uh, Fasano third up in the gloaming. Should be ready to, to fly. Yeah. Well, look, he's, he's a promising horse. Um, ran terrific first up over the fifteen hundred. Uh, I guess um, he's still a little bit, a little bit new and things like that. Um, I, I was quite impressed with the run he gave me. He was sort of at big odds on that day and kicked away, turning for home, and sort of looked like he was definitely going to hold down a place and then just sort of grabbed him the last 50. But he sort of made a long run, you know, raced, raced outside the leader. So his effort was very good and he, he feels like the 1800 won't trouble him at all. And you've got a uh, Thigh Kingdom come for John Thompson. He's back on a f- firmer surface, but a bit of a sticky gait. Yeah, well, look, I rode him during the week. He's, his form's terrific. You know, uh, not an easy race, so 
you know, it's, it's, a, it's a field that will definitely keep him honest, but not what I felt during the week. He'll be very competitive. He's, he's you know, goes into this with four runs under his belt. He's very fit. And 1,400 is ideal for him. He's just, yeah, a little, you know, will probably end up um, on the pace there somewhere after, after a good jump and, and just see how he goes. He, he should run a very good race. And you must have been proud of um, Classic Legends showing in the, the shorts last week. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, he, he sort of... It was his first try against those big boys. And Look, he, his run was terrific. He, he, you know, he's shown me... I, I've sort of done a lot of work with him, just even slow work, building him up, getting him fit. And he sort of went into that race a little... with, with improvement in him, so, you know, it's very exciting that he, he comes through that beat in sort of a half-length. And, um, yeah, couldn't have been happier. He, he's, he's just a, you know, and I, I think, um, you know, he's one of the most promising horses in Australia, so I um, can't wait to what the future holds for him. Do you think he's better outside of horses? Do you think he was a little bit reluctant to, to go inside them on Saturday, or? Uh, I wouldn't say that, no. No, that would be sort of picked up really well. Um, I felt like I had to sort of ride him a little bit that way to give him every chance to sort of run out from 1100, you know, under those circumstances against those horses. So when the run came, he, he sort of put himself into it without any worries in the world. And, and uh, you know, I, I just think that last sort of 75 metres, he, he did start to feel a pinch. And, yeah. and that, that's when Barada was able to just get away from us a little bit towards the line. So, no, look, he's very tractable for a horse. <coughs> he's very lightly raced, but... Um, yeah, I think, um, you know, it's, it's, it's probably a fair call. You know, you'd, you'd sometimes like to come to the outside, but I think the way the track was racing on the day, we sort of rode, rode him to give him his best chance of winning. Yep, yep. And um, you, you ride him at work every morning. Has he come through the run well? He has, yeah. He's, he's bounced back fairly quickly. Um, I, I think, you know, just... You know, look, he's an athlete, and, and, and after that first up run, he just, you could just tell he, he's, he's, he pulled up a bit tight in his muscles and things for a few days, and um, that, that, that's just normal. You know, like, he's put everything into it and, and probably come through it a little bit tight in, in the muscles and things like that, and I, I just sort of slightly noticed that for the first couple of days after, after he raced, just, just giving him a little canter and things, but um, he seems to have got straight over that. Yep, and uh, Dream... Uh, ready to get on with now. Yep, perfect. And uh, Dreamforce in the George Main was, was brave uh, against Avilius, but the winner was a bit too good. Yeah, it was just an outstanding performance by Avilius, wasn't it? Like, he just sort of stands himself as something special, really. Um, you know, I had a sort of nice run there outside the lead, travelled up and kicked away, fought, off, fought them all up, and... and and sort of looked a winner there for 100 metres, but um, put us aside pretty quick. But, you know, look, I was very proud of what my bloke was able to, able to, able to do, sort of coming off a, a good win there um, in the Group 2 race. So he goes to the Epson now, and look, he'll be, he'll be, he'll be mighty hard to beat in that. Although he's going to carry the bigger weight, he certainly deserves it. And you stick with him for the Epson? Um, also, what about Emeralds on Saturday? She ran quite well despite missing the start. Is she on track for the flight stakes or is she going to go to Melbourne for an Oaks? Or? I'm told she will go to the 
thousand guineas at Caulfield, yeah. um, which will be a nice race for us. Uh, her run was terrific. She she was sort of in a slowly run race. That, well, they, they they ran along with that first furlong. So when I was slow away and got a bit of a check, I had to go back, and they just slowed right up. The pace just wasn't sort of you know favour at all. So I thought her run was terrific. She she sort of come down the middle of the track there, and she just gave me a few signs that. Melbourne would be a problem to her. She sort of had a tendency to get on the wrong leg around that home turn there at Randwick. And uh, for that reason, I, 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 I said, look, I, I'd be more than happy for her to go to Melbourne and have a crack at some of the better races down there because um, she's shown the talent that she would fit in quite well. And you're in Melbourne tonight. Is it, is it a plan to uh, be in Melbourne a lot more during the Melbourne spring? Oh, look, I certainly... I'm open to offers, 100%. Uh, you know, obviously, when the better races come along, you know, I'd love to be down here, but um, I guess most of my better class rides at the moment are sort of situated in Sydney, and I'm, I'm more than happy to concentrate on them. And, and you know, it's my first season back after 15 months off, and I'm just trying to re establish myself. So, you know, look, I'm. I'm as I say, happy to consider whatever comes my way, but um, at this point, more than happy to just follow these, these Sydney races and, and keep riding winners and, and hopefully sort of keep picking up a, a few nice rides along my way. You must be happy with how the comebacks played out. You've, you've been flying a lot the first couple of months back. Yeah, it's been tremendous. I mean, I've got some great support and it's been from a wide variety of trainers and owners and, um, you know, Three months ago, they sort of just just coming back and pulling the track work boots on and, and turning up with me whip and skull cap. I, you couldn't have dreamed, it. you know, I'd be where I am right at the moment. It's just been tremendous. Your son uh, Campbell rode his first winner at Maui on Tuesday, I think it was. You must have been really thrilled with that. Oh, uh, it was just, it's, it I guess it's a, a different excitement. You know, I'm, I'm trying to think where it was. I, look, from in the grand final tomorrow, I don't think I'll, I'll be as excited as what I was to see Campbell ride his first winner, and that's saying something, you know what I mean? But yeah. it's, uh, uh, it was just, look, I cheered him home there at Wyong, which was probably the second best place in the world that I watched because I was with all my mates there, and they were all behind him, obviously. We, we all cheered him home, and um, I guess without being there, that was the, the second best place to be, and it was just... Uh, a huge overflow of emotion when he did the line on strings. Have you played much of a part in in his progression and um, you know him going down to Melbourne to start his career? Oh, look, he, he started off with Todd, my brother, and um, unfortunately, uh, about twelve months ago, eighteen months ago, Todd took away training, so we, we had to find someone else for him to go to. And you know, look, Todd did an amazing job. That he was that was sort of a, a younger age there, fourteen, fifteen, and. and during the school holidays and things like that. So we got a great man, Todd, but we had, we had to sort of find somewhere to put him and, and look, Logan's a person, Logan Wheel's a person I've, I've known for many years and he rode himself and I know how good a horseman he is and the time and effort he puts into his horses. So it was just, and the fact that he rides all his own track work as well, uh, it was just a, uh, I thought a, a tremendous opportunity for, for him to go there. He could join up the school here in Victoria, which is as good as anywhere in the world. And um, 
you know, just just to put that grounding in. And look, I've, 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 obviously, while I was off for that 15 months, I didn't have a chance to ride with him, you know, so it was quite difficult and I needed someone that I really thought could do the job and he, it's just been amazing since he's been with Logan, he, you know, he's been able to take him to the next level and he's got fellas like Clayton Douglas and, and, and boys like that and there's many of them, I, I can't name them all, but that, that sort of help him out and keep an eye on him, so it's, it's just been tremendous. He certainly looks like he's got a bright future, mate. Um, fantastic, natural. Thanks for joining us, mate. Um, good luck with the SESS tomorrow. Uh, good luck with the Tigers, and hopefully your son Campbell can keep punching them to winners. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, you know, something to look forward to. And as I say, I guess, I guess with uh, Campbell riding now, it, it sort of gives you, uh, uh, you know, and I think I think it will to uh, a lot of people watching, you know, following him throughout his career. And, I'll be certain one of the days, you know, I don't think I'll be sort of like, but it, you know, it's, it's really exciting. There's a couple of um, really good young apprentices coming through. You've got Jaden Lloyd down there as well, so they've come from pretty well-known racing families. Yeah, absolutely, yeah, and uh, little um, Price Boy, uh, Will Price, is it? yeah, he, he's, he, he's had his first ride the other day at Coleraine, looked like he rode, rode really well. Um, yeah, Jaden's a very promising young lad, and um, uh, there's an, an, a, another young boy down here, Ricky Cartwright's son, I just can't think of his first name. He, he's showing a lot of talent as well, so sort of, yeah, all, all these sons coming through with the, you know, good jockeys, so it's, um, it'll be quite exciting. Yeah, definitely be very exciting to see how they progress through the ranks and into the seniors, so we'll be looking forward That's to that. Thanks, Nash. Thanks for joining us, mate. I'll um, leave you to your run. Always, always a pleasure, Brad. Thank you very much. Thanks, Nash. Cheers, mate.